As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome into episode 46 of Coffee and Shell. I'm Sleeves, joined by my two co-hosts, Kesso and Padre. It's been a week, another week of you being a dad. Kesso, are you surviving? What's the what's the Dude. word? I'm barely surviving. I've Uh-oh. never been more tired of my life. Like last night, I got six hours of sleep. That was the most I've I think I've gotten in the three weeks. Um, this is pure torture right now. I'm thinking like I was so tired. I'm like, oh, we got to go on and talk about hockey ultimate team. Let's go. talk about presentation. I'm like, what is there to talk about? But, the biggies. Uh, it's always fun talking to you guys. So uh, you got to keep me up for like another little bit, and then I can go to sleep. All right, sounds good, Padre. What about you? You had a big weekend, Padre. Tell us about it. I did. I'm a fantasy cha- fantasy camp champion again let's it's go my fourth, it's my fourth title i've won two in nashville now two in st louis but uh yeah it was a fun weekend i got to hang out with a lot of former blues players jamal mares brad boys cam jansen a few that barrett jackman there was some cool guys there it's it's just it's fun to hang out with those guys hear the stories and stuff that you know you're not allowed to be you know you're not privy yeah, to yeah you're not privy to unless you're like in the room but yeah it was pretty cool chris pronger was there it was, it was pretty awesome who is the one dude that was just trying way too hard um that that played in the nhl yeah <laughs> there, was some, there was some pro guys there that didn't play in the nhl that were going game seven but uh <laughs> um the guys that try hard that played pro i mean i guess i'd have to say cam jansen yeah <laughs> he's like my best, he's my like best friend i guess that's <laughs> out there and and he's just, he's a mile a minute, man. His energy, like, I'm exhausted from the weekend, and I didn't even go, like, he went hard all weekend, on and off the ice. And I am just <laughs> exhausted from being around him because he is a mile a minute. And you guys know me. I could talk to a wall, but he is just high energy. He's, he, we'll have him on eventually on this podcast. I'm telling you right now. And he is very excited. I told Kesso and Sleezus when I told him about, you know, I'm doing this video game podcast, you know, we're 
trying to you know integrate like real nhl the video game and he's like yeah yeah, i can talk games i play elder scroll i play oblivion I this. i'm like i'm like okay i'm like well this will be hilarious then let's go all right well dude, i'm glad you guys well i'm glad you had a good weekend uh Kessa, i hope you survive i mean hey good news is it's only like the busiest time of the year as a content creator in like two and a half weeks so there's that is it two three weeks three weeks yeah how was how was your weekend you're you're closing in on 75 hard right dude i'm close so yeah i'm I'm finished day 70 today uh i didn't do much uh this weekend really i just uh, hung out my wife we did like a full like clean of our house and you know what there's nothing like going into a week with your house clean uh my hand is absolutely destroyed from baseball and i have one more game left finally and if i don't win uh, I'll be extremely rattled because, like, you know, like, when you get to a certain age and there's, like, not much else to play for, right? But, like, right, you know, like the rec sports is, like, all you got when it comes oh, to, yeah. like, competition. I have done some damage to my wrist that, like, could make me even worse at shell, which just sounds so dumb that uh as long as i win i'll make it'll, it'll it won't be as bad but. i was i was at dinner this weekend too by the way and my mom goes hey i saw that guy you do the podcast with is doing 75 hard that's pretty cool let's go she see that yeah that's what like, i'm wondering she like looked at my twitter or something let's and she go. saw that i was doing this podcast and she's like she just clicked on like one of your names and i guess she clicked on sleevesy and she saw the 75 hard stuff because Obviously, Andy Frasilla is from St. Louis. Yep. So it's kind of a big deal around here. So, yeah. Dude, the, the water is still the hardest. Like, I bet. For anyone that doesn't, like, do, like, construction or, like, moving, like, drinking a gallon of water for me is, like, the only time I'm thirsty is, like, when I go and do, like, my two two rounds of cardio. But, like, other than that, man, I don't drink a lot. I'm just sitting here, right? So, the water was definitely the hardest stuff because it's it's what? It's about to be 11 p.m. is the time we record this, and I still have, like, a quarter of a, of a half, like, a quarter of a gallon left, like... Yeah, it is how, what how it is. How big is that jug right This there? is that's a half like, gallon. That's So you have to do two of those. Two of these, and I've got, like, yeah. How many times do you wake it up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? Dude, there's some nights where, like, I've had to stay up to, like, one thirty, and I'm literally 30 minutes. I'm just pounding water to get this down. <laughs> and then it's, like, 3.45, 4.10, 5 a.m. I'm just like, God, this, it's so frustrating. But And it's been 75 days or 70 days. I have no cravings for chips or, like, salty foods which is my vice and same with bread i haven't had bread either um which is like probably the most rewarding thing obviously the weight loss like i'm down like 27 pounds but uh i'm excited to be done it and then like kind of just roll with and adjust to some things like you know like again i don't need a gallon of water a day like there's really unless you (laughs) unless you are a pro athlete or you know you work construction in the middle of august like you really don't need a gallon of water in a day it's such an overkill uh, so that'll be nice to dial that back to like half or something like normal. But um, yeah. no, it's been it's been good. I'm glad it'll be done to say that I did it once, and then I'll just I don't know pick up something else to do. But uh, I kind of want to do like a content creator like 75 hard that I make like a YouTube video, a TikTok, Instagram post, Twitch stream, like all in one go. And you've got to go Dude, and do a 45 a minute work. Yeah, like I think that's I'll what I might do. Say you're gonna ask other content creators to do 75 hard because that would be that might be a good thing for some people. There, there won't be. I, I have to tell you, I would probably die if I tried that. Like especially right now, just with all the sitting I've been doing. It's, it's I don't think I could do it. It's funny because like a lot of people like that ask me about it. They, they like they, you work out twice a day, and like the first thing you think was like doing light weights and whatnot. And I did that for like the first two weeks. One of my workouts, one of them has to be outside, and then one of them could be whatever, for, as long as you work out for 45 minutes. And I was at the gym for, like, one of my workouts every day for, like, the first week. I just really didn't enjoy it anymore. I'm just not, like, because I was so out of shape, I was in the worst shape of my life. I just didn't feel like going to the gym. 
So, like, he says, like, in his thing that you can literally just run or walk. Like, as long as you're not, like, strolling, right? So, I've literally just walked twice a day, 45 minutes a day. And, like, that's easy. Like, that, because I have, yeah. I throw a podcast on, I zone out, and, like, it's nothing. And it's nice to be, like, outside and, like, actually move around. So, that part hasn't, wasn't that difficult. But the, the water and the reading is a little difficult for me, too. But I, I found a book I actually really enjoy. It's, um, actually, Kessie, you might, like, it's called, uh, the 10x rule by grant cardone who's like a kind of a cringy he's kind of a cringy youtube creator like self-help guy who's like a billionaire or a multi-millionaire and uh he kind of like in like the same vein as like vaynerchuk but like a lot more bro like not as like okay. not as you know like you know what i mean not a, dude if, if you're trying to sell me on this book you're doing like the worst job yeah like the one thing about it it's called the 10x rule and it's basically how to like just like 10x your efforts into like everything and it kind of hit home with me because that's what i basically did with youtube where i just posted 500 videos in like a year-long span so it's kind of yeah. just hit home but no it's i got a hard. book for you coming out on october I, 25th um, i'm gonna i'm making an appearance at uh in a book by Steven Wino. It's it's an emergency goalie book, so Wino. I'll have to send you one. That's yeah, it's gonna sick. Be sick. Yo, let's yeah, go. I, I need a copy of that. Autograph. I had to read it just me. because it, it's like fun. It's like cool. Like it's cool yeah. stories from all these different emergency goalies. And he like called me about it, I don't know, six, seven months ago. And he did like a whole thing with me. And I'm, I'm excited to read it though. Is, is Ayers like probably a huge portion of it? Because he's got yeah. the most famous one. Yeah, and I think it's gonna even go back to like that guy that got in from in Philadelphia back in the day, and he was like a temple go- like goalie or something. I mean, there, there's so many crazy wasn't, stories. So I, I, I'm wasn't just excited to read it. Glass in Chicago wasn't he emergency goalie? Like with the Chicago- no, that was Scott Foster. Glass That's is it. the guy that was on the world, the greatest world junior yeah. team ever, Team yeah. Canada, yeah. and he came. But that was a cool story nonetheless because all those years he didn't make it and then he finally made the nhl so that was it scott that was foster it. was the accountant that's why yeah, i like that's that. yeah dude, that's, that's why i was you. like yeah i love that guy i gotta get his jersey <laughs> all right guys so uh, we uh we did get some hot news we got the hut presentation and the presentation uh, deep dive and um pretty shallow it cut yeah see right. like it's just further hammering home that like um obviously this year cross console is like just a giant undertaking for them and I think we have to start trading like EA as like not a triple A development company and almost like an indie company in terms of like develop because their resources are so small. Like in in comparison, everyone sees them under the EA banner and National Hockey League is one of the biggest sports in the world. But it's just like so you know we get cross console and we knew that would take a majority of the resources and like feel like this would have never been in like they would never put a focus on this if it wasn't like. Oh, we need something kind of thing. Yeah. But so for anyone that hasn't watched, go back and watch the presentation, deep dive. Um, but essentially, we got a lot of things that, uh, man, they love to bring stuff back and hype the fact that they brought stuff back and like not really innovate, uh, which was kind of the theme. Uh, maybe I'm a little bit too critical. I will say this before we get into it. Everything they added back in, good. Like it's not yeah. bad, but it's it is. Positive. It's all positive. It is just, it, it, it's tough. Uh, that is the selling point, the things that they showed. So, Kesso, you watched it, You watched the presentation, Deep Dive. What kind of stood out to you, and what were your initial thoughts on it? Dude, dude, the first thing that stood out to me, so I didn't watch it at first because I, I don't know what I was doing. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't really care myself about the mm-hmm. presentation. Mm-hmm. But I saw somebody had a tweet, and it was a screen grab of the Stanley Cup. So after you win the Stanley Cup, you know, you're, the players that were on your roster get put on there. And Joe NHL, Joe NHL. on the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I and I almost commented on it. I was like, "Dude, sick edit!" Like I thought somebody <laughs> photoshopped that in, oh. like that quick. I thought it was like a great Photoshop. 
And then I'm like, let me go watch this this video. And like, there it is. You watch it like two minutes in. Joe NHL is in the video. Like, I wondered, did they do that as an Easter egg, or what? Did, was that just an accident? I think it's just because like they like that's like your creative player, and it's been Joe NHL. Yeah. Now it or yeah, never mind. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Joe NHL, he almost he wins the cup. So that is cool to see. I I will say that the 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 graphic that comes up, it, it's nice that it's rewarding. You know that like um. When you went in franchise mode, so much of it is just like a little thing that says "Congratulations, the Toronto Maple Leafs, Stanley Cup champions," and it's like just like the black, like normal screen. Now it's they just get like yeah, a text box. Yeah, it's like I, it's mind boggling. Now you get a little bit more rewarding uh, re- reward from it. So that was nice to see. Also, way to troll by EA showing the Toronto Maple Leafs as the Stanley Cup champions. It's like absolutely confirming that they have no shot next year like what i would not want any part of that if i was a leaves fan but nonetheless it was pretty cool that they're they they put that on padre what were your thoughts on it on the on the deep dive um obviously i put out that tweet about it being like nhl 10 kessa sent me this funny screenshot i'm like kessa can i post this this is so funny because I, I and i was he's... like you know what i'm not gonna post this because one of these days i am gonna get canned from the game program for being too critical so i was like padre you know you can have this one padre you be the bad boy i'll, I'll take it but no i i, I mean it's just I, I like i see said i wish they wouldn't you know almost be like wow like look at this new you know new thing even though it's not really new like the rally towels waving me and kessa were talking about this I can't remember what year it was, but I remember them hyping that up back in the day. And it's just like now it's like thunder sticks or glow sticks or I don't know, whatever it is. And Cord Lehman in my Discord of all people, Cord's really into this stuff. So I always like take his word for it. When something's wrong in a stadium, something's wrong in games. Oh, like, there's man. no teams that use the lightsabers or whatever. I'm like, okay, Cord, you're you're spot on. They should hire him. He knows everything about it. But I just wish, you know, they wouldn't hype it up so much but i guess like when you like you said they don't have like a ton this year they kind of have to hype up something and i don't know i mean all this stuff's good stuff like we said nothing's really bad about it it makes it more authentic so i guess that's all that matters in the end yeah like i'd like to see i'm curious because like from what i understand from the blog post is that like every arenas or the arenas that have authentic openings are gonna get like their authentic like i would love it if the sharks come out of the shark head like that's cool you know um you know it'll be interesting that you can put dude I don't know if you saw it. Like you can customize what they throw on the ice. Yeah, for the hat trick, right? Like the like like teddy bears and like fish or whatever. I think just like this is a junior hockey and AHL thing. You know what I mean? When they yeah. do the teddy bear toss, that, yes. that, I think that's cool. Now the one that I didn't understand was I think it was like aliens, aliens. or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, that didn't make any I sense to me. <laughs> and here's what like so I think did they mention it was only World of Chell that you could do that? They didn't say it was in Hut. And I, yeah, and it, because you can go in and customize um, what they're throwing, which is kind of cool, I guess, in a sense, like for arena customization, you actually choose what you want. Yeah. And how we don't have that. So I, I have no idea in, in that sense, what they're going to do there. Like, I think that whatever team you pick is your favorite team or that first team, because it's very difficult to get arenas in in hut I, I finished the year with like four of yeah them. yeah and i same I, I ripped a couple grand in packs and let me tell you i think i got like five total like it's you know what i mean like you just i'm hoping for a lot on the auction house too like i remember the yep. vegas one i sold for like 10k i remember yep so easy i gotta ask you doesn't the sharks don't they come out to seek and destroy isn't that what they come yes out to they go game? to metallica yeah obviously that'd be impossible to get that soundtrack back in the day i remember you used to be able to edit like your oh yeah songs it was so cool like in the old gen nhl you could like and I remember I used to have um, I Like It, I Love It, like the guy from Na- the one that's in Nashville. Because I thought <laughs> yeah. that was like the sickest goal song in hockey because like the Preds fans would chant like you suck and all this stuff. Yep. And so every time I scored on Kesso in ESHL when I used to spank his team around, 
it used to play that song. No, I was kidding. But no, for yeah. real, it was so funny. You no, know, like, you could do that. Um, NHL 2K7 was like really in depth with that. So yeah, there's like, some stuff you can do like, like specific teams. So like the Canucks, I don't know if they still do it because I'm not like staying up late to watch a Canucks game. Was the U2 Green song day? where the uh, where the streets <laughs> yeah. have no name? Yeah. Do oh, they yeah, still yeah, do yeah. that? I'd yeah. Know. So like I, I had that U2 CD, right? So yeah, you can yeah. just put it on the Xbox 360 and then click on the Canucks, have that as their song. Yeah, it was so much better than what we have now. I'm wondering oh, if yeah. that was an Xbox thing because I'm I'm thinking back to like I remember like one of the coolest like features of the original Xbox was like if you play like San Andreas, like you there's a radio station that could literally be like what you had in your like downloaded onto your console. Like I remember putting like um, uh, System of a Down's like CD like downloaded on my original Xbox and like that was the radio station. And I'm wondering if like I'm trying to think of a cut like the the mid like the mid 2000s because um, I know you could customize the songs you come out to and all of that like those are things that like it's weird it's weird that they're not in the game now and I want to ask you if you guys agree, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not but no longer is the selling point like think back to like NHL 04 and 05 even 06 that was really before online was a big thing right so like the main selling point of a sports game was GM mode. Like, that's all it was, yeah. right? Like, there was no online. And if there was online, it was so new that, like, you know, it wasn't... You played couch co-op more against your buddies more than you played online. Um, and back then, those little things, like the towels waving, playing on Winter Classic Ice, like, all that kind of stuff was, like, the huge selling points of the game. And now, it's, like, because we just don't play offline nearly as much and it doesn't get enough fanfare because the people that are making content let's say or just like the the people that are engaging on on social media and the stuff that you can show off it doesn't you don't get the you don't get the offline crowd nearly as much because they're offline right so um i'm, I'm wondering if like it's just the way that games are now where they need to make like a new game mode they need to make like the the way that you're playing gameplay wise and all these little things that would have been super cool back in like nhl 05 are just like to be expected or like it's like man like i don't like this doesn't impact the game enough for me and i wonder if you guys agree or disagree on that like if it's just the era of games specifically for sports games yeah it has to be because like i think back to like espn like nfl 2k5 Dude, ESPN like, games. They, yeah they, they had a halftime show with like chris berman in there mm -hmm. and like nothing like no sports game that i'm aware of has come close to that level of like detail but there's no point to do that now because everybody plays online and that the, the five to ten percent that only play franchise mode i i think that's just what it's gonna be and most like, of them are why simming would you, why would you waste those resources most of them are simming too yeah right like i like i know myself like i play like a solid probably i probably play about 50 to 100 hours of franchise mode in a year and um like i very rarely do i play because playing the computer i think this is another issue with nhl as a whole playing the computer in nhl we've talked about this Kesso. it's very easy to play the the computer in nhl more than it is probably than any other sports game where it's it's easier to it's easy to defeat them once you get kind of used to it um like padre you can talk about this like in, in, if you if you go and try and play legend in mlb like even the best players if you're playing legend against a cpu like you're not hitting like you know what i mean like you're not doing well same with madden like that's even worse because like if you don't have an encyclopedia of knowledge and you can't read someone's in cover too or whatever like the cpu is going to eat you alive so i'm wondering if like that kind of plays into it that it is kind of easier and you have to think that like humans just lose the you know like the the intent to want to play something when things are too easy and i honestly god like that's why i don't play like offline like actually play the games offline anymore i don't know Our attention spans are shorter too yeah that was what I was about to say. I was about to talk about kind of think about like MLB. There's 
you can actually pick like when you're offline if you want to play fast play mm -hmm. or like presentation mode. So the presentation mode would be like, kind of like what Kessel Full was saying. Sit, yeah. where, like Chris Berman, they do like the halftime show. They do all this stuff. Like MLB's kind of like that, but you can do fast play. Well, I always choose fast play. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't care about the cutscenes. I love the detail in MLB. And I think that's part of it too, is they set such a high standard like MLB has in other sports games that some of the things are, it's kind of like, well, that should be a given, right? With NHL. Okay, well, we should have that. We should have, you know, every player looking the way they should look. You know, every player should have their gear that they wear, you know, because MLB has every single batting stance and every single bat and that, you name it, you know? So it's, I think it's kind of just we're spoiled in a way with that game and other games. So I think everyone kind of sucks. Well, NHL should be the same way. I think the... you know what this sounds like to me, Padre. <laughs> sounds like you're uh, you're becoming a bootlicker. You're uh, supporting <laughs> EA. That's what it sounds like. You've come to the dark side. I'll kidding. say this. I'll say this about EA NHL specifically. It always blows me away that every one of their modes, if they just worked together would make an incredible game. And what I mean by that is, like, imagine Be a Pro and World of Chell. Like, your Be a Pro character was what you used in World of Chell. Um, if you, even in, like, something like Hut Rush. Hut Rush has an XP path. Imagine that XP path was in Hockey Ultimate Team. Like, there's so many things. Um, World of Chell specifically, the amount of detail, even, even if it's not a ton, arena customization jersey customization like we don't have that in hockey ultimate it's because it's like two separate games i think it's just an ea problem right yeah because i mean and you're just you're basically talking about mlb like that's the problem and it's it's not an i EA mean dude game, even man. nba even nba like yeah, i just started dabbling too, right in, that's not an that's not an you know that's not san diego studios making that game but it's you know it's it's just it must be an ea thing and they must just follow the model of at uh madden and fifa and I guess that's just how it goes, it's, I guess. I it's, I, so I started playing, I guess this is a good, nice little segue here. I started playing 2K, the Raptors. I, I got to work with the Raptors 2K league team this year, and they sent me a copy of NBA, and I'm not a big basketball guy. Like, I haven't really been, like, ever really in my life. But I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll try out 2K. So I did the My Career. And, like, the city and the stuff in there is unbelievable. First, I'll say this about the city. It's not flawless. Like, it's very choppy, and the movement is, like, something out of, like, Resident Evil from PlayStation 2. Like, it is very poor in that sense, and things don't load. But the scope of it is simply incredible. And, like, I have to wonder if it's because developers now, if you were going to make a sports game, like, let's pretend you started back at zero, the code and the foundation of the game would be so different than what they have now because that's always been what the major issue is, is that, like, they can't catch up sports developers because they, A, only get one year, and they're just used to whatever is, like, left. Like, I think that's why Madden is always, like... Madden is always, like, the big brother of NHL. Like, anything Madden gets. It's not FIFA, but Madden specifically. Anything Madden gets, NHL gets. Like, X-Factors. Like, you know, anything anything that Madden gets, we... Rivals, I think, started in... Started in... Uh, and Hut Champs. I'm, started in FIFA. FIFA. Uh, yeah. Mutt Champs, so, like, that kind of stuff. Like, the Champions that Weekend, weekend yeah. thing was, like, Madden first. When yeah. you mean city, are you, like, literally in the city of Toronto? Is that what you're Dude, saying? it is. It's called, like... I think it's called uh, The City. I think it's just called The City. Yeah, and yeah. it's, like... Well, there's probably, like... I want to say, like, 500 other players that are, like, in there... And you see him running around. You got to run to your office. You have like quests and stuff. You got to go hit I the. I think there's like a barber shop in there too, right? And, and what's wild is that like, let's say someone goes to one of the um, one of the park courts, like just out and about, and is decides to shoot around. It's like it doesn't server and instance you into your own thing. You can literally stand there and see the dude real time shooting like hoops. Like what you like if you were to jump in and play, you could go and watch me play and shoot around at this open court. And then you could actually walk up and like join me, like that kind of thing. 
Uh, there's a story to it. Like, it, it is... And I, I can't imagine Madden, FIFA being able to even do that. Like, the the scope and, like, the... Like, people are like, man, imagine NHL, you could, like, rollerblade around or whatever. And I'm just like, there is no shot EA could ever, in one calendar year, put this in. Because it, it looks like... Because 2K came... I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but NBA Live was a thing. Yeah. Like, NBA Live was, like, the the leader in, in, in basketball games. And, like, it was like, 2K's like, all right, we'll put this investment in. And they're like, we're going to triple down on, like, the 2K League. Their involvement with the league itself is so big. Um, and it, well, it, Do you know why um, NBA Live fell apart? I do not. So, so I mean, this is all my assumption. Padre yeah. will have a little bit of insight into this. So, NHL 09. Well, NHL 07 started with the skill stick, right? Yes. So they yep. patented that technology. Mm-hmm. David Littman was the producer on that game. Okay. So um, NHL 07 through like 10 had a, amazing success, like mm-hmm. high critic review scores, all that stuff. He was taken onto the NBA Live team to try to incorporate something with that right stick, I believe. Like, I don't know if it'd be like, it like, it wouldn't be like a one-to-one, obviously. It's a different sport. Yeah. But controlling the game through the right stick movement, they tried to do that. It didn't work in basketball. It sucked. Like, the game sucked. Like, I think they had to skip a couple years. After that, it tanked, right? NBA 2K started to take over. They never were able to catch up with uh, NBA Live. I think they released, like, the last one a, a couple years ago. It was ago. 18 or 19, I think. I think it was yeah. 18. Yep. It, they'll never be able to do it again. And the funny thing, think about this. How crazy is it that we just call the game 2K? Like, yeah, it, it used to be 2K sports. They made NHL. They made a football game. They made a hockey game. And now we just call an actual sports game 2K not nba you know what i mean it's just so funny how much they dominated i think they dominated more than any game sports game now madden is just like that's a historical game in general but i'm just saying recently 2k's dominated everything mm-hmm. I, I mean like i well i think that i think that the one thing though is like the nhl franchise everyone's like dude i wish 2k would make an nhl game that their nhl games were awful like Terrible. no no one bought them like if you were to go back and play them, I'm, I'm the only guy. I guess I love them. They, like they were not better than any NHL version, though. They no. they gameplay no uh, franchise gameplay no like no that. yeah, yeah that's the thing like it, and now it's like again with how we play the game like how we play games now like the gameplay needs to be and NHL is not good gameplay great gameplay but like you know if you're comparing like you know if imagine NA, the NHL competition had a worse gameplay option like even if they had all of the bells and whistles like you still wouldn't want it because that's the majority of what you're doing so it's just um you know and I, the WWE game 2K tanked that 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 was a disaster the the that's WWE what I game. heard yeah I hadn't played a wrestling game since like smackdown versus raw oh yeah so it's been a while but yeah. I, I heard that ww uh 2k1 was really bad but yeah so like the, the presentation stuff i knew that it was going to be light and when i saw that it was a deep dive I'm like oh man like they're you know the, what's even scarier is that the next deep dive is called game modes which means franchise mode be a pro and world of shell are all thrown into one which does not bode well for any of those modes uh, yeah because world of Chell has been the most dominant feature like new feature thing every single year and uh i still i still state that this will be one of the most important nhl games in the franchise because once cross console works this the game can finally like breathe like the developers can actually be creative with the modes and things that they can put into the game um and uh but we'll have to wait and see because Man, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be a tough. Man, imagine it, it's it's funny because at launch of the game, man, cross console is not even gonna be in there, so it's gonna be Boring. light 
on the year over year improvement. So, so we, we know how they operate with like they, they have a long list of like items every mm-hmm. year that they want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, some are more important. They start than with others. like 50. So, like, yeah. 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 So, so we know that like cross console is probably number one, right? So once they went with that, they were probably looking at like number 40 through number 50. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are the quickest things we can get in that we can at least say that we've added things? Yeah. And like I, I, like personally, like again, knowing like the background of it, and like that, I kind of expect, I, I expected that. I knew the year the cross console came in, it would be tough. But like I've said, I don't know if I said this in a podcast. I said this on stream though. Even like conversations I get with the developers, man, like, th- like obviously they're always optimistic about their game, and like they're you know like it's their jobs, like they're passionate about it. But like I get this sense when they talk about twenty four or something, they're like you know like twenty four. Like there's just this like man i can't wait for 24 and that makes me happy in a sense that like you know i because i two years ago it's not like the developers were like man hl 22 is gonna be a banger you know what i mean like yeah. it was just like yeah we're working on this year and we'll start working on it. like so i don't know uh, we'll, we'll wait and see but uh yeah it's um i think for offline players the presentation stuff was cool for world of shell i i don't know how much uh throwing teddy bears in the ice is really gonna move the needle but the um the the authentic fan stuff is, is really cool but for mm-hmm. hut uh i literally don't don't other than the the um uh, new augmented reality stuff like the the showing like hits but what are the odds that works in hut because that it, broke it the game work all year like yeah. last year so like i, I mean i, I was kind of laughing whenever i saw that in there because like Obviously, they won't acknowledge the prior year and, like, the fact that it didn't work. But, mm-hmm. like, I was still, like, 5 to 10% of me was, like, you know, we were aware that this didn't work and, like, but it's working now. Let's double down <laughs> on putting it into a thing to hype it up. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, let's talk about – let's move on. Let's talk about – we got a full list of uh, of team builders now um, because in the last episode, I believe, we just talked about the Eastern Conference. Uh, the And they were some extremely odd choices. All right, very very odd choices that we uh, all of us or both or all of us did not really uh, find uh, that made a lot of sense. I gotta say the Western Conference picks a lot better, so I'll go over some of them right now uh, and just tell me if you kind of give me like or like no this this doesn't this doesn't make any sense. So these are the eighty four overall team builders. We'll do with the Pacific Division first, um, and uh, we'll start with Lanny McDonald for the Calgary Flames. Uh, I agree. That makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. Th- yeah? Uh, Brad May for the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. A lot no. of, like, give me Francois Bojeman or, uh, give me, me Sammy Paulson. Yeah. Get, yes. Perfect <laughs> one. You know, give me, give me an 84 overall. Sammy Paulson. Was a good yeah, one. I don't know if his rights are in the game, but yeah, you know true. what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, that would have been, that would have been a good one. Uh, Steve Steos for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Like, I get, like, I don't know. Uh, I always I, thought like, so like, Alesh Hemsky. Yeah, I always thought Steos was bad. Like this is from me watching as a kid, but I always thought the fans didn't like him. I, I could be wrong. It's like that. Like, I mean, I guess he kind of fits in the eighty-four overall. Like, if you're thinking of like the tiers yeah. of it, I guess, I guess it kind of does. But he was like a, just a middle, whatever. Like, wasn't awful, wasn't great. You know, yeah. uh, Dustin Brown for the LA Kings. I hate Dustin Brown, but this actually kind of makes sense because, uh, you know, Dustin Brown is a team builder. Going to get a statue next to Kobe uh brandon isn't that ridiculous padre come on you gotta have a the statue of dustin brown outside the staples center or whatever next they call to kobe bryant wait yeah, they're doing that they're doing that's dustin little, brown statue that's, that's a little a much real, 
but I, I understand how much he meant to yeah. the Kings franchise. 100%. I just don't know if you need to put him next to Kobe Bryant. I'd almost put Shaq next to him before I put Dustin Brown. Or like Anze Kopitar. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Quick, I know you don't like yeah. him. I mean, Drew, da- I, I don't know. It's just a little odd to me because he's not even the greatest king. I don't even know. Is he even in top five greatest kings? You know what I mean? No, like, no about, shot, no shot. You know what I'm saying? Like Luke no. Robitaille. This isn't even dunking on the Marcel Kings. Dion, yeah. Gretzky that you'd have to put even. Yeah. This, is, like, this, is, this is for the other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Kings fans will be like, ah, just because you hate the Kings. Like, let's be honest here. Would you really be okay with Dustin Brown over Quick, Doughty, or Kopitar if they were to like who give a statue to one of them? It's next to Kobe, though, like. Maybe it's not that's happening, the, but like that's what like it was. It's like they're getting a statue inside of Crypto.com Arena or whatever. Like it's like well, maybe maybe it's like in the back of it or something. <laughs> maybe uh, Brendan Morrison for the Vancouver Canucks. All right with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's okay. That's not bad. Nate Schmidt for the Golden Knights. Love it because the man yeah. the the team hated when they had to move him. That was like yeah. he was the first. We don't give a shit about you guys. We're just gonna try and get the best players. You know, like. That was like the and the Golden Knights have just become the poster poster child of uh, you know uh, like team team chemistry. Be damned! We're just gonna go get whoever is uh, number one. Alan McCauley for the Sharks. Uh, my first like two years as a Sharks fan, I loved Alan McCauley, and I think I like him more as a Sharks fan because I was a, like I grew up in Southern Ontario, so like I saw Alan McCauley when he was actually half decent. Um, I think there's tons of other options for the sharks but personally i'm okay with it because it was like right when i became a sharks fan uh right. they gave us vinny dampu he says the shark which was awesome because he was like when i became a sharks fan it was that season and then he retired during the walkout it's like i was like this is pretty sweet i want a jonathan cheese you dude he has got to be one of the most obscure but like people would lose it if he got in the game yeah. How many yeah. kids that play this game nowadays would know how many goals he scored that season? You know what I mean? Like people yeah, are like, no 56, way right? 56. Yeah. I have a yeah, yeah. I, I don't even realize that. Dude, I have a VHS tape because back back in early 2005, like 2005 in the states or in Canada, you couldn't watch out of market hockey. So the only way I could watch it was when I was on the weekends in Buffalo and I would when I stayed at my mom's house, she had direct TV like satellite and I would be able to watch the Sharks game because they were out of market. And I remember there was one the last game of the season they were like, we're going to air a four-minute every single goal of Jonathan Chichu's season. I remember I put the VCR in. I Dude, I have to find the tape, dude. It was like the – I don't know. It was so dumb. Jonathan Chichu, that would be a perfect one. Great name. K- yeah. Kale Flurry from the Kraken. They don't really have – I feel like Giordano is the pick here. I mean, I just don't even know what the crack. I get – yeah, like – they, they were just so boring last year. I don't even – I can't even think of like – because, like, the first year of the Knights – it was like that's all generation it, it was anglin it was schmidt with like the crack and they just didn't do anything last year so there was nothing to be like oh wow that guy should be the guy you know maybe jared mccann i don't know i feel like because he jordan was the captain and yeah. like you know like i just i don't think that would made sense all right so, so weird on to the central uh mike fisher for the predators great pick love that yeah. pick i do is i i like that pick a lot paul mcclain for the winnipeg jets so I don't like this, and I know the Jets like take like the yeah. actual Winnipeg. It, it should be like Danny Heatley or something from the Thrashers. Yes, yes. Coldwell Chuck. I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They go, they go, they mix and match because Arizona. I mean, Dude, that's not fair. You're taking from yeah. two franchises. That is that is a good point. That, that you do yeah, bring up I, a great point. Like, you know what? I don't like the hockey. Jets anymore. It really is, is like one of the weirdest things in hockey because they like 
Don't acknowledge it. It's the Coyotes, but it's like technically Paul McLean's Coyotes franchise, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. And then, but then, you know, the Jets are now threat. It's it's weird. It's one of those tough, like, gray areas. I'm trying to think of like a good jet from like, I don't what jet are we talking about? Thrasher jet or yeah, it's gotta be Thrasher jet. Yeah. Like Dustin, uh, Dustin Bufflin. He's better than me. Brian Little. Although they did it last year. Brian Little was last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tobias Enstrom. Oh wait, we can't have goalies. Never mind. Tobias Enstrom. Yes. That's, that's the one. It's Tobias Enstrom. That's the one. Always Enstrom. Uh, John Michael Lyles for the Avalanche. I gotta say, I don't like this at all. I gotta man. say, dude, I don't know why, as a team builder, you highlight the worst years of the Colorado Avalanche. Because John Michael Lyles is like that Duchesne era where it was like awful. I'm pretty sure, right? Like, yeah, so why he don't had you some go... good years. He was Duchesne, pretty decent. Though. He was pretty decent. Yeah. Why don't you go like Milan Hayduk? It's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I like Milan Hayduk would be a really Adam, good one. Adam Deadmarsh wouldn't be a bad one. You know, yeah. they, they had a lot of good players. God, dude, Adam Foot's card in 2022 20, is just a, but that's a that was an all that that is a uh, Hall of Fame card that that oh, Adam yeah. Foot card. Uh, Merrick Jidlicky for the Minnesota Wild. Not a fan. Yeah, I'm not either I'm, with that one. I agree. I'm trying to think of like. Uh, I, I know they don't want to do goalies, but like I would. Like Ralston to see, would have um, been. Ralston. Ralston. Yeah. Would, is what it, about Pierre Marc Bouchard it, or Andrew Burnett? Glenn you know, Mur- Glenn, Glenn. No, I'm trying to think. Someone has a short last name. It's not Gill. I'm well, tr- last year they used Nick Schultz as like their main guy, right? So yeah. it's they're kind of picking from that era when they weren't very good, but they weren't very bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like. What about, remember Auntie Mietnin? Remember that guy? Yeah. He was always on the team. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just guys like that are kind of different. Brian Campbell. If I'm not mistaken, Chicago Blackhawks fans, like, hate Brian Campbell. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, maybe I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure they. I know Sharks fans hate Brian Campbell. Yeah, well, yeah. Didn't you? You guys had him for what the trade deadline from Buffalo? That was right? it. They got him from they got him from Buffalo, and he just straight up left for more money. Like he he didn't want to sign with the Sharks at all. He took I think he took less money to go to to go to Chicago. Yeah, there's a lot of Hawks you could do. I mean, it just depends like what area you want to go with, right? So it's Martin Havlat. You know, like, no, like, wait, like, not Havlat. Joel yeah, Merson yeah, was Martin the one Havlat. last year. Uh, Is Havlat? I'm he thinking Senator. There. He was a Senator, but was he not a? Yeah, but he was Black on the Blackhawks yeah. too, I believe. Yeah, Martin Havlat. I mean, just go and Dustin Bufflin for two teams. Versteeg, Vlad. Versteeg's a good one. I'm dude. Like, I'm thinking like early 2000s Blackhawks when they were awful. Like I, there's oh, kids yeah. that have no idea the Blackhawks were bad, and they were bad, bad. Like dude, the 90s and early 2000s, dude, Chicago was awful. I'm trying to think of like the, there was like I'm I was going through old NHL games last there. year. Oh, dude, I was trying to think of like old NHL games, and I'm looking through the Blackhawks. I'm going through rosters, and there was only one player. I'm trying to think. Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Maybe it'll come to me. But uh, Arneson, maybe. No, it, there was there was a time when there was like one good Blackhawk. I'm sure Blackhawks, and I'm talking like late '90s. Uh, this is after Ronick was gone. After, after Tony Amonte. Tony Amonte, bang! There let's go. go, let's go, Kesso. Yeah, Tony Amonte would be a great one. Give me that. He was the only one on the team. Yeah, that was it, dude. Like, if you go through those old <laughs> rosters, it was like he dude, was those like old games. Yeah, because like all I did was play franchise. Yeah, he same. Was like ninety nine, and yep. then they'd have like nobody else. Nobody else. That was it. Uh, Stu Barnes for the Stars. I I feel like online he got a lot of hate. I I think that there's better stars for sure. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that one, or Padre? I mean, I don't. It's it's tough. I mean, there's some. 
There's some stars, I guess you could have chose. I, I always think of stars in that era that you got to think like they can't be like great players because no. it's an '84 right? fan so favorites. Right, yeah. So I don't know. I always think of, like Daryl Sador. Daryl Sador, you know, like Brendan Morrow, maybe. I, I don't know. You know it, it, so I don't know like how high you want to get it, you know, overall wise. But I don't know. I don't think Stu Barnes is. Too I, yeah, terrible. I don't think everyone's bad. I don't think it's I just bad. don't. You know, I don't know like who else. I guess maybe. But yeah. What Jimmy are you? Langenbrunner. What? Oh, that'd be. I mean, I feel like he's too good though. They've had him in a lot. I feel like they over do the years, too. Yeah, so they I, use I like him a different lot. players. Yeah. All right, give me their take on Brad. You just skated with Brad Boys. He's a team builder for the I Blues. I just met Brad Boys this weekend. I mean, he had he had his best years with the Blues. So it's you know, I mean, just like with the, you with the Sharks, just like Kessa with the Penguins. There's hundreds of Blues players I could pop in there. Obscure people, you know, that are third, fourth liners. That would be fun. But it is. What was it is. Boys not the guy that like was traded because he had like hype to the Sharks and the Leafs? Am I mixing him up with somebody else? Yeah, he he was drafted by the Leafs. The I Leafs. Think he played only like I think I talked to him this weekend. He only played like one game with the Sharks, and then he was in the trade from Boston to the Blues for uh, Dennis Wideman, who's known for falling down in the shootout and also beating that ref with a stick or cross-checking. <laughs> that him, was I guess wild. It. I forgot I about that. That, that was for- wild, and he had abuse official. But boys had his best years with the Blues. I mean, he was na- and he was unreal in the shootout, but. Yeah, it was pretty cool talking to him about that stuff, and he was telling me, it was really cool, too. I, I, for, I forgot about this, but the Leafs alumni, he was telling me about how much money they make just being alumni. He's like, oh, you make, like, $1,000, you show up to a golf tournament. Oh, I'm dude, like, like oh my gosh. when you go to, like, anything at, like, uh, at, at Roger, or is it, like, what, what is, I, they changed? Scotiabank. The Scotiabank, yeah, I don't know why that. I always mix it up now, because I just, I always want to call it Air Canada Center. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, like, there's a ton of them in every game. It's wild. Yeah. Like, Darcy Tucker, I'm pretty sure, lives at the arena. Or like, yeah. like it's crazy. He said he he told me Andropov makes over a hundred. That was one that we could have used for the Andropov. I think he was already yeah. one of the the, the yeah. Jets. But no, um, he said he makes over a hundred k a year just doing stuff for the. Illinois. That's wild, dude. <laughs> what a gig. And then lastly, Adrian a coin for the uh, Coyotes. I'm cool with that. I think that's a good. Yeah, one. that's a good one. I think that's yeah. a good one. So I think overall the West uh, a lot better than the east i think the east was pretty weak in my opinion like they i think they like saw they were like everyone was like dude no one wants kyle quincy as a red wing like you know they were like all right we gotta gotta step up our game here so i'll give them props you gotta give them props when they do good stuff too so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with the with the western conference choices uh let's talk quickly before we move on um our thoughts and like we talked a little bit about this last week but um I guess, Kessa, we get, I don't know if we get the game early. I really don't. Like, because it, it gets pushed back later and later. There's game changers. If you don't know, we get the game, full, we get our codes, like, the, for our full game. Like, it used to be, like, 10 days beforehand. Um, last year, I think it was, like, three? Maybe yeah, not was, even? Uh, or was that? No, it, it was two. We got it on yeah. Monday, and I think the early release came out on Wednesday. Yeah, it was something like, or the, the early access came out. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that's happening this year. So, it, it's like I remember last year for for anyone that doesn't know me and Kessa when we were we were we grinded the early access because we got to play the full game. You guys had ten hours of it. It was like it's like the only time we have an actual advantage, I guess. Like because we we don't get anything else. Like we don't get insider knowledge of who's going to be a new card or anything like that. We don't get given packs, even though everyone thinks that we do. I wish, God, I wish. Um, so yeah, it was that early access weekend. We get the full copy of the game. <laughs> You and, can thank Rahanic for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kessa were just, me and Kessa were just grinding the market, dude. We were paying like 10k for an 80 overall because there was no one up. 
They mm-hmm. used to give out Wayne Gretzky's like candy back. Oh in the yeah, day, I did. and they would give you the newest card every yeah. content creator. Like so, Kesso would get four Gretzkys. Well, I mean, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I dude, I did, I missed out. I the year hey, you missed out. <laughs> the year I became a game changer. Uh, it was NHL nineteen, maybe maybe eighteen. I, I don't remember. I think it was nineteen, and they stopped it. Like I remember, I got like ten packs at the launch of like nineteen or whatever, and like that was it. And then there was nothing else. I think it was because GWC was a big part of it too. Yeah, dude. There were some content creators. Uh, some of them just outgrew it. You know, yep. they had kids, got married, whatever. Some of them, once those free things went away, they were like, "Wait, I actually have to play the game and yeah. like, actually like entertain people. I just don't get free things anymore." And they just fell off the map. Dude, if I got. Like, let's say even, like, $100 worth of packs every, like, two weeks, dude. That's, like, three videos. Like, you know, like dude, monetization. And they could give them away. Yeah. Thing, the giveaways were what was drawing people in. But I, I, I'm actually fully on board with, like, not doing that for us because mm-hmm. I think that's just a bad look. And I, I think it cheapens. Like, when I call, like, I know when myself, when I pull something huge, it's, like, authentic because I'm, like, I, A, I've spent, like, two grand. Like, I've spent, like, a stupid amount of money to try and make content and get, like, cards for my team, right? And it's, like, dude, when I pull something, I'm, like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, yes. As opposed to I, where it was whatever. I love, I love it. You being, like, oh, I was making videos and Rehanex first off. Was, Let me sell these Gretzky so I can get a new laptop. <laughs> dude, Padre, you can sympathize with me. I, I was an idiot. Like, I'm an it took me a while to grow up mentally, right? So, like, I'm, like, 21, 22. I'm watching these people on Twitch, and I'm, like, why Why are they watching? These people have, like, 600, 700 people watching them. I'm, like, why are they watching them? They suck. They're not good at the game. <laughs> me and Padre would try to play them for money. They refused to play us, and you know, whatever. And I was, like, oh, they're giving away all this shit from EA. Oh, yeah. Dude, That's man. That's crazy. I, like, I never got any of the give. Like, dude, like, if I could... <laughs> I can only imagine what my like Twitter numbers would be if I could be like, "Hey, I'm two grand in my team." Even if I even if I didn't get free stuff from EA, I just like could give away my cards on my team. Like, dude, like follow me on Twitter and you can have my full 99 overall team in December. Like, could you yeah. imagine? Like, dude, like as a dude, creator, Josh Fearless is always trying to like figure out a way. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just like work his way to do it, like just toe the line. I respect it because dude, he tries so hard. But anyways, so I digress. I wish I, I wish I was around in that era. But for team builders specifically, what, I, what we were trying to say before we got on that tangent, we like grind at the beginning of the game. I think that if you get the game early, and especially because if you pre-order the game already, you can't do it anymore. You get the two team builder packs. Um, so you've already you're already two out of eight towards getting like an 89 overall, whatever the overall is for the big team builders at the beginning of the year. I, I think that there's a rush at the beginning, but I think that if you don't do it within the first couple of weeks, it's going to be too costly because everyone, while everyone is going to have the game and try to make these team builders, everyone that pre-ordered the game, now EA, instead of giving packs away, is giving 4,600 points, which drastically changes the market at the first weekend of the game because yeah. everyone's going to blow those. And all these cards are going to flood on the market and then everyone's going to buy them up. And then it's like, there's no new packs coming. Like there's no people ripping, you know, there, there's obviously going to be like rip money and packs and whatnot, but like the majority of the player base does not. I, I saw a stat. This was two years ago, less than 20% of the NHL player base that plays hockey ultimate team ever spends any money in the game, which is staggering when you think about it. Cause everyone just assumes that everyone spends money in the game. Yep. But and, and the number of even when you go over $20, it's like even crazier. It's like 10% of the player base does. So um, when you dry up all those free packs, man, the mar- that's when the market gets 
hit the most. So, Padre, you're very stingy with your coins and what you're going to do. Do you think that you'll make any of the team builders right out of the gate? And if not, are you just going to avoid them entirely? Um, I'll have to see if they're big. If they're big, I'll probably do it. <laughs> dude, That's, I'm not, like, not going to lie. <laughs> if they're over 6'6", six, six, the viewers don't love when you say that just use whoever's biggest, but... I'm yeah. I'm not arguing that. I gotta so. get better at the game. That's you know if I'm using guys. That are... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so we uh, last thing we got a little bit of a leak ski. Uh, Best Buy um, tweeted out, or it was on their site. If you, it was right after the uh, the 16th, where you could get the if you pre-ordered the EA, you got the two team builder packs. That's over with now. They gotta find a way to get more pre-order still so best buy has a thing where you if you pre-order through best buy you get a power up icon choice pack so a lot like what we actually got with the full version last year where it's you can pick one of six uh, power up icons they're 82 overall which confirms that the overalls are being lowered this year because they started at 83 last year uh we did a couple things uh with there's one image if you haven't seen it it's on my twitter um ray ferraro is gonna be another one let's start with ray ferraro card arts the exact same that is that is that it's really just, rough he was a pick last year too right yeah he's fast <laughs> why is he i know but why is it the same people that's a good point. i'm assuming because he's the they want to show him some love that'd be my guess like that oh yeah uh, i would i would think that's why um the other thing so uh, of those ones that were in there so ray ferrar and there dale howard chuck good good pick as well and uh, as well as jeff newendike all same carter and i saw a lot of people being like oh my god it's the same carter like this is crap they're not they're just recycling I'll say this, man. Those icons um, are like the out of all ultimate team modes because, like, MLB famously they use real upper deck cards or tops or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but there's no graphic design with it really um, on on most of them. I think that this was a really good mix of like graphic design and real card. That like I'm kind of okay with one more year of the icons like this. Like you know, I, I don't get super mad about it. No, I thought it was a great thing whenever they did that last year. Yeah. Now, if it's um, next year and it's the same card, that's a whole other thing. Like they got. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Um, some newbies though. Ryan Smith is going from alumni to uh, master set player, so he's going to get the the icon treatment. Where if you pull his eighty two, you can go all the way up. Carter on him, the Oilers, the the copper and blue, which is the correct Oiler color in my opinion. I wish they would just go back to that color uh ryan smith was pretty good though i looked at his card his, his leader's card was actually pretty pretty good six two i think decent mm -hmm. speed so i stopped him in a penalty shot last two years ago so in real life uh, in real life yeah. oh, weird flex all right so he can't bury the big ones is uh i <laughs> guess just but uh, he, he he's, he's hilarious he got kind of mad because we had a stack team in nashville and he threw a fit to the tournament organizer organizers no nah. <laughs> dude he he's sweaty in in like men's league did you, you ever seen that hit on youtube all the viewers out there, go look it up. Ryan Smith, men's league hockey in Canada. He gets absolutely destroyed. Cause I didn't realize how serious senior A hockey was in Canada, sleazy. Oh, dude! Like again, like once yeah. it's funny because like baseball is kind of like that too. Because like once you can't yeah. play in like in a pro league, dude. When you go to like rack or beer league, like, dude, there's a lot of guys that were like really good at hockey, just not good enough to keep going. And like that's what they they got going for him, right? And Ryan, that kind of fits Ryan Smith's like you know full motor dude, he always leveled. Like dude. cold cock knocked out, like all the way. I was like, "Holy cow!" That's it was terrible. Brutal. That's terrible. wild, dude. Terrible. That guy's that. legend in Canada. <laughs> uh, we got Wendell Clark, uh, who is now, I believe, wasn't uh, an icon last year. Uh, I was, I thought I was mistaken. So. No, he got taken away because I'm picturing his like flashback moment. They used like the, the. I did not know he was an Islander. 
Like, there's, there's some, you could show, like, uh, like Jerome McGinley is technically a Dallas star. Like, you know those weird yeah. things where it's, like, no one remembers, like, that kind of stuff? Wendell Clark is an Islander is something that I did not remember. Uh, Joe Newendike, very, very good. And um, just based on, I don't know, his skating. If, if his skating is hit hard, that's tough. Um, although, I will say this. I just realized this now. Howard Chuck and Newendike are both 83s. Everyone else is 82. So... I mean, all right. I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. And then Brad Richards, he gets uh, the card art, like the master card art. Love that. Mm. I think that's uh, that's a really good choice. Brad Richards is a lightning. Love that. So, um, yeah. What about uh, uh, if if pretend power back on say exactly the same Kesso, full of void again? Full of void. I Maybe really hope. I really hope they do something, man. Yeah. They they got to do something. If uh, I. <sighs> I don't know. It, it's funny because it went so far the other way. I remember like three years ago, I looked back at one of my old videos and I think it was November and my entire team was icons because I had like, I went after like all the best cards and it was like full icons. And I was like, dude, I don't have one real life player still on my team. This is stupid. And that was like very few. And again, guys, for anyone that's like, dude, how can you not use these guys? It's like, if you play, if you're, if you're, you know, division one player, unfortunately, uh, if you want to compete uh you need you need to you know and it, you have to use a certain card to like it, it's tough man unless you're grenner regs and you can use johnny goudreau uh you know it, I, I just like the voice that you did for the whoever you were imitating that uh, was i don't funny that's why i was laughing well like it's it's tough because like i'm i'm a division one player but like the bottom end of it so it's like if i don't have a good meta team it's like damn like i wish i could be division four in a sense because like then you can use kind of whoever you want it depends on your skill level right and that's just the problem with rivals so what this isn't on the rundown on the side but what do you recommend i guess for people out there like me that aren't going to spend money you know i'm good enough to obviously finish high and hut champs and whatnot and i'm going to get my packs and whatnot but i'm not going to spend money is it dumb that like last year i was all in on the x factors and like it worked out in some cases with like the guys that turned into team of the years because i could just trade them in and it was way way cheaper than doing it you know from scratch but what do you recommend you think this year do i stay away all together from the power-up icons and the x factors you know and and just maybe grind it out with base and prime times and you know that mm -hmm. kind of thing I, I think it depends on the uh, again so you have your you very unique case like you're in a very small minority because you're trying to compete for gwc there's a lot like the large portion of the high-end players of this game they think of GWC launch of the game. It's like, they don't care about their team or whatever. It's like how I need to build the best team for G GWC. And if that's the case, you're not going to spend money. Um, you're good enough to get enough packs because there's there as of right now, if there's no change to guaranteed rewards, like if you got a card in top 20, like in hut champs, like if you got a guaranteed card in hut champs, that's a pretty significant advantage, like the old days. Um, but because let's assume that they're not, and it's just packs. Honestly, man, you, do what Flash Davin does, man. You just save everything for Team of the Year and Team of the Season because those two, um, those are, you know, they will always be the best cards in the game, right? right? And the Evo event. The Evo event is another one where, like, not Pionk. It's defensemen I would never recommend. You know, like, you'll find one or two, like Morgan Ryan last year. Yeah, I'm going to go Game 7, I think, on Evos this year. Like, the guys I, that are... Like that I think, like, I'm going to make up something. Like, Anders Lee was one last year that was kind yep. of obscure, mm -hmm. but he had the injury, and then he came mm -hmm. back, and, and he ended up being, like, a 90... I think he was a 99 by the end of the year. Like, but those are the kind of guys. It was know? it was risky. I remember, because, like, again, like, a lot of my content, a lot of my viewers are like, hey, who do I go after? The Evo event is tough because it, you have to basically stake your claim. I remember telling everyone that if you're free to play, 
And it's at a very awkward time in the year, too, because you don't have a lot of resources. You never have a ton. So if you're free to play, too, you're like, I was like, sell every single thing that you have and get Duchesne and Cairo. And I remember being like, with with Duchesne, because he had scored so many goals already, and they were they just do not release it early enough. In my opinion, it should be the very first event. And now with the season technically starting by the, that's another thing we haven't even touched on. The season starts before we get the game, which is COVID. Like there's nothing you can do about it. But like, man, that's annoying. Um, yeah. You know, you it's unfortunate because they come up with these these cards and they're all starting at like 74. Let's say for the Master Set players, they they try to like prognosticate when they'll get to 99. And usually they're pretty good, man. But the, the reason why Evo event's my favorite is because EA has no control. They have no control over Duchesne scoring his career best by 13 and having a 99 in December. Like, that stuff is the the Evo event's the only event where you can get a return like that on Master Set players. Like, it's the only yeah. time. And same with Kairu. I, because I'm a Sharks fan, I've seen Kairu a ton. I told you about yeah. Kairu all I, like, year, too. I'm like, tell all your viewers Kairu's going to do it. And I remember you were like, "Are you sure?" Dude, I'm like, "I'm telling you right now." I, I remember you. I remember you making him right before it ended. Thirty minutes of forehand, and then I can't remember what event came after. But I remember being so devastated because I couldn't make all of my stuff was gone because I made Kyber, and it was because again, if you have a if you have an insane team, say you spend like a couple hundred bucks on the game, a lot of these Evo guys, even the matches, are not going to be on your team. Like, there's this weird awkwardness yeah. where, like, if they're not popping off early. Like that's it. I remember one of my all-time favorite hockey ultimate cards, Brady Kachuk. The very first year they did it, so he, good. One of the best cards I've ever used in hockey ultimate team. I could not use his card for a month, almost six weeks, because he just wouldn't get up high enough. He'd score a couple goals here or there, but because of the progression, I like literally couldn't get him on my team. And then once I got him on my team, I was like, dude, this is the best card I've ever used. Like, yeah, was, so do you do you regret not making Duchesne last year? Because sometimes I do no. because I'm so cheap and like lazy with my team. But then I. Every, it's almost like in the end, it, it always ends up working out. I always have the guys I want. My team's good enough to compete. But I was like, for a while, I was like, dang, maybe I should have listened to Sleazy because, you know, he's like a guaranteed, like, high-end overall guy for, like, a lot of months. And, yes, he wasn't huge, but he was still, like, really good for how fast before, he was in the shot. Before you go, before you jump in, Kesso, I just want to forget, like, the thing about Duchesne, too, when they use someone like him, his speed was so high that Already, like yeah. he was the fastest player in the game pretty much which just takes like that to a whole other level like the risk was so low same with Kyra. Kyra had insane speed too yeah. so yeah no well, but i didn't regret that just because i knew by the time gwc was here like we would have like the 97 and 99 overall players i love the evo event because there's a lot of like gambling involved there's yeah. a lot of risk yeah. assessment right so last year um mccann was like not a sought after me and you Evo talked card. about him every we week talked about it. every and week we, we and then about i was talking the padre about it too i'm like this guy's on the first line yep. in seattle yep. he's our yep. first line center he has good like advanced like statistics and stuff he had good underlying metrics he's gonna just find himself in the 20 to 25 goals and if he does that he's gonna be a 99 he was selling for 110k like if you had a million coins and you bought him at that like, you could have had 10 million coins at one point. I'll never get the Morgan Riley, bro, because you bought, like, seven of them. And I was like, I bought one, and I was like, man. Because defensemen are the risk. Because I remember Pionk, during the event, scored one. And it was, like, his only goal for the whole year. Which is so, weird, yeah. because he was always, like, the years before, he scored more. He did. I, I think, but, like, it, that's the thing about defensemen, though. Because, like, they could go, like, 
up two months without one. And Morgan Riley, I think, mm. scored. T- I remember being at an ice style game, and you were just texting me, like, bro, I'm a millionaire. And I'm just like, you had like six <laughs> of them. I was like, dude. Well, Morgan Riley just flicks those little floaters in there like John Klingberg does. Yep. He scores because he, he runs the power play there. I, I think this would go with my wish list. Is we've talked me we've all talked about this before. I would love in the beginning of the year you have evos that like in for the pre order every team to pick from. It would be so cool to be able to pick from you know every team one evo or what you know. I would just love it because I think it also brings more eyes onto the real sport, which is the whole goal of them creating game. this video game for like the league putting their stamp you know on the video game is they want people to play the video game then come watch the real hockey. So it's like mm-hmm. in like Kesso, you probably watch more Jared McCann. Well, I guess not because he's a penguin, but you probably watched like more Morgan Riley more than ever last year. Because... I, I followed like a lot of the games. I'd click on the yeah. box score every single <laughs> night just to see if he scored. Dude, right. Like I'm, I, Actually, did... I didn't even need to because I would get Twitter like, bro. tweets or something like, "Dude, did you just see that?" Da, da, da. Like dude, yeah, every, was, every like... time Duchesne scored, dude, my my oh, Twitter, I, my notifications would just implode, bro. Like they would just go. That, but like that's a fun thing too because I remember Kessel was like another one where we, me and you were like. This is like a low key, like because Kessel he had a really bad year, and shooting percentage wise, like one of the worst shooting percentage of his year too, of his of his career too. Like if Kessel was it again, I would bank in Vegas that he will put up. Yeah, I think they should use Carlson in Vegas just to, to mix it up because he think, had a down year last year too. I think he it, it would just be super sweet because like it's funny because I they do so much homework, like talking with the content devs, like they do so much homework and historical like data on when these guys because they can't just put in like you know like yeah. you know hall and like be like put him at an 80 and like this they Harry have Senko to was the blues last year that was yep. a good one there's there's the so many injuries. but like you know like give me give me a, a a pittsburgh penguin like let's pretend you got one with your pre-order uh, give me the perfect pittsburgh penguin and the rating he would start at let's say everyone start let's say everyone starts at 75 who's the perfect pittsburgh penguin so I I don't think you can go superstars. You just no can't. you can't no 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 because that would be yeah. no. So you can't I would go I would go Raquel this year. Yeah yeah that's, that's a, a perfect one. one. Yeah I think that'd be great. Yep. I mean I we we talked about the sleeves um one of these episodes it might have been in the twenties or the thirties because we're up to forty six now. It should be a thing. Padre just yep. said it like it should be like a, a you know middle of the pack guy that you get with your pre order bonus. They started X overall seventy five would be perfect, and you you get them whenever the game comes out. It would Padre, be, who would be yours on the Blues? Oh, gosh. Bucinavich? Um, no, it wouldn't be Bucci. I'm trying to think. It could be a defenseman. They go by two. Yeah, it could be it a defenseman. Uh, dude, you would, no. you would pick Pareko. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, yeah, Pareko. <laughs> I think I'd honestly pick probably Barbashev. Just that's because he one. had that crazy year last year. He's already been one, so that's a bad one, actually. I don't oh, yeah, know. he was one. It's a weird team. Maybe Sot. There's so it's, it's many guys team. that pot 20 goals. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, that team just, is just 20 like goal a, scores. They're a, yeah, they're like a score-by-committee team. I mean, Tarasenko was literally the perfect one last year because he came off like the double so- shoulder thing, and he was so down. Everyone's like, I mean, the Kraken didn't even take him. You know what I mean? Like in the fantasy or in the uh, expansion draft. Like, Yeah. <laughs> no, that would Who be... would you take on the Sharks? Let's do the Sharks. Uh, I, I think it like has to be like Eklund. What about LeBanc? I want to say LeBanc, but, like, I I think he's a toast, and, like, he might, like, I don't know. He's not well-received anymore. Like, he's probably not going to be on the show. Dude, the Sharks roster is all just a bunch of, like, 
third and second line veterans. Yeah. Like it's not pretty. Well, like, this, this this thing would be so great though because it just it would have so much like crap talking between people would. and like like oh I took him you're so dumb for not taking him like blah 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 and like it just creates and it's another reason to keep playing the game kind mm-hmm. of because you have like that one little like that golden ticket that could cash in at you're the free end. Free to you know, play, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's it just makes them I don't know. There's just something fun about it. Or I mean, even if you really want to get real crazy give four out for each division you know i mean you know like you pick one from each team from each division you know i don't know i mean that yeah it would be it would be it would be really cool but um all right i mean we just actually i mean this is actually kind of a segue i was gonna put wishlist at the end it's something that we'd (laughs) like to see but i mean again so we kind of covered it there but uh we got the uh hockey ultimate team deep dive still coming up at the beginning of october give me the one thing that you realistically think could be in there and really needs to be Castle, you go first. Uh, leaderboards and rivals. We could, we, we could use that. Yep. I, I, he, took, he, he took mine. I was going to say, yeah, give me, give me something else. Padres probably going to say leaderboards. Uh, shit. Uh, scoring with players and they, them getting better or something, right? Oh, dude. Yeah, like parallel system, yeah. I would say just yeah. a, a, something new to the weekly cycle. Yeah. My, okay. I, one of my biggest fears is that it's going to be squad battles, rivals, champs, hut rush for the fourth year. Yeah, Which... maybe more ways to maybe more ways to like keep track of stats so you can see how each player is doing more than just like, oh well he has this many goals and I'm like well I banged in like twenty goals in squad battles and it counts <laughs> yeah. so I don't Needs really to know. Get one you know? of those free MSPs. Uh, yeah, dude. like oh I put it you know I, I can reset his stats in the auction house because he didn't sell. I, I just you know I want to see like just more in depth you know things like faceoff wins and losses or dude i just you know, track just that like dude that. who remembers the excel yeah. sheet that i oh, used I for that. Yeah. four weeks bro dude that was like half my stream i'd play three games and the rest of it would literally be putting all the stats in manually i feel like you're in high school again that was, homework. dude it's awful i'm so bad at excel it took me forever uh all right guys i mean this was fun we got uh next week we i don't know if we'll get another i don't know when the next deep dive the game modes one is going to be comical i think so uh that'll be when a good is that one. one again i don't know they haven't announced it but it's got to be next week or or i mean within the next two because the and it's october it says in september so i mean like with women being added or fully out of the game they should have the world championship game mode Why that not? yeah like that'd be sick too like something like that you know and in a few years they're having the world cup come back like hopefully that's in the game i don't know i'm Kessa, do you remember the year and sleazy you might remember this i can't remember what year it was when they had the world 16 cup. i think or Maybe no, I'm... even before that one back in the day they had like a whole mode dedicated to and maybe oh yeah yeah but it was like it was like when they played games in Minnesota and like Brett Hall and Bill Guerin, all those guys were on Team USA and yep. Robert Ash was the goalie. Like oh. I, I wish they'd have like something like that, maybe. I remember in like NHL like oh four, oh five when you do like the world versus whatever and it would be like that EA arena. <laughs> it was like on like the, I don't know why I just thought about that. But uh all right guys, well we have uh thank you guys for listening to the Hut Coffee and Shell podcast. We'll be back with our Atlantic Division preview this week uh on the real stuff that will be coming on the next episode. But uh, I want to thank everyone again for watching and listening and we'll see you guys next time have a good one say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 